back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Welcome back. Uh, continuing on here, thanks to Tom Caker, thanks to Dylan Montz uh, for that last segment. Into the 1 o'clock hour, our final hour of the week here on 1700 KBGG. Uh, coming up, we'll talk to Bill Bender Sporting News. We'll do some college football with uh, with Bill Bender. A couple other topics on the plate for Bill as well. And then uh, at the, well, the Iowa Wild play their final home game of the season tonight, 7 o'clock, Wells Fargo Arena. The Milwaukee Admirals are in town, but Joe O'Donnell are going to stop by for a couple of minutes uh we'll save some time at the end to do a little tube talk tc if you will mm-hmm. you know uh, we talked about it in the first hour really never had an opportunity to spend a lot of time with it but the des bryant being cut by the cowboys he was due i think 12 million something around there uh this year um look the numbers haven't been there he has not performed uh like a receiver that's um you know going to take home that much money and and count against uh the salary cap the way that he does he was Jerry Jones guy seemingly yes on one hand i'm surprised on the other hand i get it what why they're doing it um you know since it's been about an hour and a half since it happened have you changed your opinion no i i mean this has been long rumored that this was going to happen this off season, and and really a lot of times the people said the reason wasn't is because yes this is Jerry's guy, but it's financial. And yeah. I brought up the Cowboys to you now. It's, it's probably about a month ago. The time is now for mm-hmm. them to make a big push mm-hmm. to build up the roster when you have a rookie quarterback or a, a quarterback on a rookie Young, scale, rookie, a rookie contract. Contract. Yeah. This is the time to do it. And I don't want to say Des Bryant was dead money, but at that price tag. Twelve million for mm-hmm. an above average receiver mm-hmm. just doesn't make a lot of sense with he, the histrionics that go along. Well, with it. yeah, and that's the other part. And and does Odell Beckham look at in the mirror today? And maybe he sees what happens in Dallas. Does this maybe no. jolt him <laughs> no, or no? no? No, Odell, he he doesn't care. Yeah, He's, look, Brian's going to get another opportunity. Sure, but I think that this deep down this hurts him. I think he liked being a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, I mean he's he's from down there. He. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now, where does he end up? What kind of money is he going to get? Is it going to be, you know, the end of Jerry Rice? Remember how that finished up as he's bouncing yeah, around trying to it? catch up? Now, this is different. He's not in his 40 or he's not right. 40 years old. And, and but... hasn't had the career, the Super Bowl yes. rings, or the accolades. And Des Bryant's a nice receiver. I'm not sure anybody ever thought it was the best in the game, even at. Yeah, he was pretty good. Pretty you know, good. Yeah, I mean, um, Josh McBlunder made. Um, a whole lot of mistakes when he was in Denver, mm-hmm. but they drafted Demarius Thomas when Des Bryant was still on the board. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. And one of the reasons is they didn't know if the Des Bryant uh, attitude and off the field stuff was worth the risk. Demarius Thomas is still wearing a Broncos uniform and a pretty dang good receiver on top. And a pretty of darn good receiver. I agree with you. Where does he end up? Let's let's take Chicago. Chicago. They need receiver help. They, they got Allen Robinson already. Yeah. I believe they still have some room to maneuver. Yeah. That's just off the cuff. Baltimore? Oh, that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You know, I heard something the other day, speaking of the Ravens. You know John Harbaugh since the Super Bowl? Uh, is Under what? 500. Is he really? Yeah. It's, That's going back a ways now, too. It is. Jeez. Yeah. Hmm. Um... 
I don't know, Trent. I don't know where he's going to end up. He's going to play again. Yeah. But what what salary is he going to play again? Does he take a one-year deal, a prove-it-to-me deal? I, I don't know what's going to... How old is Des? Well, he's got to be 28. Let's see. That's my guess. 28. 20, let's see. Da, da, da. Born in 88. Do the math. He's... He'll turn 30, 30 this year. Yeah. He'll turn 30 in November. A little deeper, a little longer in the tooth than I. I, I would have thought too. Well, I am twenty eight, so but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's getting up there. There's no doubt about that. I'm not sure he's lost the step, mm-hmm. but uh, you know he needs to mature in a big way. He really does because I believe this. And, and look at if you're the NFL, if you can play, they're going to give you an opportunity. Yes. Normally, that's the case. I think that's even been tempered back a little bit in today's uh, day and age. I really do. I'm not so sure that that. Uh, stereotype or that moniker, uh, whatever that, that it's not the same as it was ten years ago. You they they just don't necessarily open doors like they were willing to do uh, a few years back um, in today's game. They just aren't. Here's my question: What's Dallas doing at the receiver position now? You have That's a great question. Terrence Williams. Okay, he had 53 catches last year, no touchdowns. Right, that's your top returning. Jason Witten's 126 He's, years old. I, yeah, I'm surprised he even came back for another year, to be honest with you. Bryce Butler, that excite you? No. Uh, you, I can give you a little Cole Beasley. I like him, but I don't like him. You know, yes. he's not going to scare anybody. He's not going to uh, cause defensive coordinators uh, sleepless nights getting ready to take on a Cole Bryant-led Cowboys team. So That's a great point. Wide receiver is at the top of their list come draft time. Yeah, and where do they where do they sit? Just outside the just outside the top twenty, I think, or in the late teens. Let's see here. Let's find rounds. I want to say late teens. Late teens for the boys. They're at nineteen. Okay. So. I don't know. We haven't talked much wide receiver with this draft. Well, we will do so next week because don't we have our guy coming back on next? Yes, week? Eric Galco will be on with us. Are there wide receivers? I'm trying to think of. Are there any guys that even jump off? Oh, the, the kid from Alabama, Ridley, Calvin Ridley. I don't know where he's going to. I don't know where he's going to go. Right. I don't think there's a lot of wide receivers no. in this class. Uh, to to your point, I think uh, I think you're onto something. Huh? Are there other free agents? I mean, you can't at go into a point, season with Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley. No, can but you? but at this point, what receivers would be out there? I mean, there, yeah. there's a wide receiver needy team that. You know, feeling pretty good about their opportunity, maybe to get Des Bryant. But yep. again, I really think that there's going to be teams that stay away from this oh, guy absolutely. just because of the off the field stuff. Plenty. They don't need their fan base to even question their decisions when you get some of these questionable character guys. Three or four teams might be interested in him. Well, in his case, he, I, I hope. I hope that he does. I hope there's two, so maybe yeah. they can do a little bidding, a little bidding war to get it up to. Because right now, I don't know, one year, five million, something like that. And a show me deal. And show what it. he's got left. Yeah. What a weird. Chiefs weird don't day. need him. I'm trying to think if he could find his way into the AFC West. <laughs> um, I don't know. Look, I don't think he's he's not as good as he was a couple of years ago. No, not even close. He has not lived up to this massive contract that he signed, mm-hmm. and therefore here we're, re, uh, we're at this point today. So two weeks from today. We'll be talking about the first round of the we'll, draft. Is it? We'll be recapping round one from last night, right? Yes. Starts on Thursday and then goes it Thursday, does. Friday, and then the weekend. So, wow. crystal ball, Ken Miller. Yes. What is the story from one? Are we now? You can't envision like a gas mask situation like a couple of years ago, something like that. But is there a guy that 
you think is going to go earlier? Are we talking about maybe one of the local guys, Joshua Jackson, or uh, yes, James Daniels going earlier than anticipated? James Daniels will be the first of the two Hawks taken. First of the two? James Daniels, first Hawkeye off the board. In There's the my top prediction. 20? Yes. I think mid I think 15 16 17 wow. he goes before Jackson. I I all I know of Jane Daniels is what we saw on the field at Iowa. I mean I I'm not a scout. He was a lot better in my mind as a sophomore. He was, than a I agree with you. Outside of the Ohio State game, which right. he was he, I mean he was throwing people around mm-hmm. in that game against the Buckeyes, but we were both caught off guard when he decided to we were. seek information on his draft status. And but when the kid from Ohio State, who was the best center in the draft, got hurt mm-hmm. in the uh, just prior to the combine, it took him from the first round into the mid. I mean, you're going to have to wait for this kid. Yeah. So it's a, a a team that needs depth in the middle of that offensive line because there's teams that I think are going to look at Daniels as a guard. I think he comes off the board early. I think he's the first hawk off the board. That's my call. He's incredibly athletic. He's fast for an interior lineman. Mm-hmm. He's incredibly smart. He's a National Honor Society kid. He can make all the calls. He can do all those things. But I look at a tape that doesn't look as good to me as a junior, as a sophomore. And then the injury concerns. He's been hurt a few times in his Iowa career. And you're using a top 20 pick on I, I be if, if my Bears traded down and grabbed him, I, I might completely... I'd be completely off board. I, I really would. It's just you would be torn, would you not? Oh, I would because just the other day I was hoping that they actually draft a Hawkeye. They never do that. Yeah, that's true. We had to go back to Bortz and Hilgenberg back in the '80s yeah, before did. we could find anybody. Yeah, and uh, I, I would certainly would be conflicted. But it's not that I don't think James Daniels is a talented guy, but with the the red flags that are there, it just it's very surprising to me. Well, he's going to be the first one off the board, TC. You can write that one one down in pen. We're taking a timeout. We'll come back. Bill Bender's going to be here. Sporting news. We continue on. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. My name is Becky Mumi, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mumi, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile 
fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. 152 pulse-pounding games, 340 blasts of the goal horn as Puck Met Met, and 880,000 fans who visited Wells Fargo Arena to cheer on the team. For four seasons, we've called Des Moines home. So as we celebrate five years strong, Iowa Wild is proud to say, hockey lives here. The puck drops Friday at 7 for Fan Appreciation Night, and it's another $2 beer night. Visit iowawild.com for tickets. Iowa Wild. Hockey lives here. Confused by all the talk about a good night's sleep? There's a lot of new mattress companies, but they're all missing something. They're missing expertise. Introducing Tomorrow, the new mattress and sleep system from Serta Simmons Bedding. Tomorrow is great sleep, delivered right to your door. Learn to love your bed. Use promo code RADIO2 at TomorrowSleep.com for $200 off when spending $500 or more at TomorrowSleep.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl-iowa.org backslash birthdays. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. 
Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show on a Friday. Still to come, we will uh, hear from our old buddy Joe O'Donnell, the Iowa Wild, playing their final home game of the night season ends tomorrow on the road in Milwaukee, but a uh, a non-playoff year for the Iowa Wild this year. Let's get to Bill Bender. He's our buddy from the Sporting News, joins us, well, weekly during the season and seemingly every other week, as there's always something to talk about with Bill Bender. He covers college football, amongst other things, for the Sporting News. Bill, Trenton, Ken, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, guys. How how are you? Doing fine. You know, it just dawned on me when I was doing the intro for me. It's uh, it's uh, NBA playoff season. You usually uh, jump on that Cavaliers beat, at least here in the homes. Uh, have they given you some NBA playoff marching orders at this point? Uh, not yet. I'm sure, you know, we're pretty confident they'll get through the first round. But that, I don't know. You can never take that for granted, given up against a pretty good Indiana team. So... I'm sure as that progresses, uh, it's kind of a yearly tradition where I get to meet our NBA writer in Cleveland for some pretty big games. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. You know, the other thing, as I, as I think about it, uh, being you're based in Ohio, I really like this Columbus Blue Jacket team. I think they could be in for a long run. Bill, you may have to brush up on NHL because that's literally in your backyard. These playoffs might come to you, Bill Bender. Well, yeah, last year, last night was awesome. That was a great comeback Terrific by game. them. Um, yeah. Fun playoff hockey, first time they've ever been in the lead in a series. And, you know, if you live in this part of the country, you're already kind of, if they are fortunate enough to finish Washington and somehow get to the second round, you know Pittsburgh's coming. And if that happens, that will be as heated as a uh, hockey playoff series as you will see this year. And and I would say maybe you can't compare to Philly-Pittsburgh, but you can in some ways. No, I think it's going to be great, and I think they're absolutely legit. I would uh, not. You're going to get your hockey talk okay, here in a little okay, bit. Okay. Go ahead, take it. Well, you got Bill Bender here. You're trying to talk hockey with him. Bill. It's <laughs> the time of year, after it, all. It is. Well, with spring football going on, a lot of moving pieces out there, including the transfer market, some dominoes starting to fall. And let's go up to Michigan first. Wilton Spate uh, announces that he's going to UCLA. Let's start right there. That seems like an incredibly odd fit for a Chip Kelly offense. Yeah, it does, but maybe in the first year where he's trying to break in a quarterback, they've got one named Dorian Thompson-Robinson that uh, I think is going to be pretty good. But if he's not ready, you know, Spates is a veteran, and when you're breaking in a new system, doesn't happen to hurt to have a veteran. He's not much of a runner. Um, I said The one thing Wilton Spate was always able to do, he's pretty good at eluding pressure, but he's not that straight zone-read runner type, but... If he's able to win the starting job, that gives them at least a veteran presence while they break in Chip Kelly's system. And I'll be at their spring game next week, so that'll be fun nice. to see. Yeah, I don't think Wilton will play much, but uh, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's not actually uh, anywhere near the worst assignment you've been handed in a while, right? You'll you'll take those ones, um, you know. So let's connect the dots, Bill. W- with him going to UCLA, does that mean that maybe there's some a wink and a nod, or maybe there's a, a feeling inside the Michigan football offices that Patterson is going to ultimately uh, be deemed eligible? Because Spade had said that you know the door's still open for him to coming to Michigan, depending on some circumstances. I would have to think one of those. Maybe the the number one circumstance is 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 Patterson going to be there or not? Um, does does that lead you to believe that maybe that eligibility will be there for him? You would think, and I'm sure that I just can't believe how long they've taken to make this decision. And maybe that's part of it. I mean, there's no guarantee they'll rule on it, but Wilton perhaps is looking out for him because what if we get into June or July and the NCAA is still messing around with this? And and I know there's very 
two sides to this story, two very vocal sides on it. But I, I personally, I don't know about you guys, I think Shea Patterson should be allowed to play in this particular case. Yep. Totally agree with you. Bill Bender, Sporting News, is our guest. Well, Bill, before we run out of time, and I know we're going to get back to college football, but I want to get this in because uh, the last time we were on, uh, we talked without teasing it because that show hadn't aired yet, but I know that you'd had an opportunity to talk to Barry Levinson. You'd seen that you'd had an advanced screening of Paterno. We both watched it. I liked it better than Trent. I thought I thought Pacino was tremendous in the movie. I really liked um, um, the uh, I don't know secretary's not the right. What do you call him now? Administrative assistant. Beg, <laughs> beg your pardon. I think her name was Kim uh, when she was you know just the files that she was going over and the emails. I liked the I liked the movie on HBO, the Paterno special. I guess what was the consensus? Um, if you've seen one throughout the country, did it, was it well received? Do you think? Well, I think it it just kind of played it down the middle because that's something you know whether it's me, you, or Trent that I'm sure we all have our formed opinions on what kind of happened. And I thought he presented it relatively well. Like you said, Pacino was great. Um, he he, fantastic actor. But, you know, we don't know what those family discussions were like and since they've come out against it. Uh, but, but as far as the movie goes and presented as what we know, uh, I think they did a pretty good job on it. It, it is, uh, but, but the, that's one of those things where those who side with Paterno will never change their mind and those who have their mind made up about what happened are never going to change their mind either. So, did you learn anything new? Was there anything that that came out to you that you had forgotten about or just never knew? Anything, at least on that side of it? Because that was the part that maybe I just didn't enjoy it as much. It just felt like rehashing of of things that we already knew. Sir, and I guess, if anything, I just forgot how quickly that escalated. I, I remember where I was when ESPN had the news break of the three administrators getting indicted mm-hmm. and I was just kind of remembered there was two days where nobody really did anything. And then all of a sudden on that Monday or Tuesday, it just exploded into this ridiculous national story. And again, I don't think we've learned from it because guys, since then, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, you know, it's happened at Baylor. It's happened at Michigan state. Um, and I would love to say we'll never see something like that again, but I just know better. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, Bill, I, I, I have to agree with you on that point. Speaking of Michigan State, but in a different aspect, uh, you were there for the spring game last Saturday. Maybe one of the few Big Ten or Big 12 spring games that are going to get played in amongst the northern locales. Has there been a bunch of Michigan, Wisconsin, Iowa State? They've all canceled their spring game. We'll see if uh, there's more added to that list. But what did you leave with? What were maybe one or two of the your takeaways from watching uh, D'Antonio's spring game last week? More of the same from them. They're going to be good. They're going to be solid. They had a lot of guys out. They didn't play like 13 guys. I think Brian Lewerke is going to be a stud. I do and, too. You know, you know, like he's underrated, undervalued. Uh, he can run too. And and uh, Craig Hayward's kid, the late Craig Hayward, his son Connor can play a little running back. So they're going to be good. Um, again, you're going to have to bring it every week in the Big Ten because that's the team. Spartans are always undersold, and yet when we get into November, they 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 find a way to be in the mix. Take me to Ohio State and the quarterback. Uh... Well, open competition, if you will. Dwayne Haskins, I mean, how, how big of a, is he, is, of a favorite is he to win that quarterback job? 
So if you go on Sporting News, you can read 4,000 words about it. Oh, <laughs> all right, it's a all right. big 4,000-word piece. No, I think, but to your point, I think, I still think he has the edge, and tomorrow I will be there. Um, but, you know, Joe Burrow is very good, and Tate Martell's got a lot of personality, and uh, he can play a little bit too. So I think it's heated still. The fact that Meyer hasn't, I believe him at this point, where he's saying it's close between the three of them, because had there been a leader, Urban Meyer's pretty good about saying this guy's in the lead or this guy isn't. But just remember, when Barrett and Jones were going for that job back in 15, we didn't know the starter until Cardell Jones took that first snap against Virginia Tech. I remember that. Yep, excellent point. Bill, uh, what kind of crowd will they have at the shoe tomorrow? Oh, a sellout. It's completely I, I don't packed, know. huh? <laughs> well, and I think the weather's going to hold off. So, so as you, I don't know if you're getting this in Iowa, but I'm telling you right now, one day in Ohio, right now there's not a cloud in the sky. It's 70 degrees. Tomorrow could rain. We had snow on the ground Tuesday. It is the weirdest thing. Yeah. It, this has been a weirder spring than I can ever remember, where I honestly don't know what the weather's going to be from day to day. Well, we had, what, 75 yesterday. We've mm-hmm. got a blizzard coming into the state uh, <laughs> overnight tonight and into tomorrow. It's seemingly, it's been the last three Friday nights. You wake up Saturday yeah. morning, there's been snow on the ground, which is just uh, bizarre. Hey, last thing for me. Um, there, there was an announcement made yesterday that apparently Comcast is uh, reevaluating the Big Ten network and sort of some of their uh, out-of-pocket networks, where it's going to be more difficult as opposed to you know if you lived in Oregon or Arizona or Florida, there's a pretty good chance that uh, if you had Comcast, you'd be going to be able to uh, tune in and see your Big Ten team if you're alum or you know grew up in one of the part of the Big Ten footprint. Uh, that's going away with cord cutting. Might be white. Might we be, you know, down the road? Not this year. Not next year. But on the headed towards a market correction because if the money from the uh, from these uh, cable companies is not there, uh, I'm not sure how the Big Ten Network is going to continue to um, pad these uh, universities' bank accounts. Where are we headed with this? Do you think, Bill? Interesting time. I mean, I can remember when the Big Ten first came out. The Big Ten Network. I lived down in Charlotte, and you had to pay a couple extra bucks to get it, and I made it a priority to get it. Um, I can tell you this, with the cutting now, I mean, I've cut some channels off my sports package that we never watch. Um, Now, in season, it might be a little different. But, uh, yeah, I I think it's one of those deals where you got to be careful because there is a lot invested in the Big Ten Network. I enjoy the programming on there. Uh, I enjoy the programming on the SEC network, quite frankly. They've got some pretty good original shows on there as well. So, yeah, but I think correction is coming because more people are cutting that. And honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I've told my wife this. If it weren't for live sporting events, I'm not sure I would have cable. Yeah, I, I, it's... Very strong. I'm not sure what else I watched. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did have that. I'm in the same boat. Bill, a step further. So if this is the first of many of these dominoes that start to fall, and, and we see carriage taken back from the Big Ten Network and the SEC Network and on and on and on, could suddenly the Big 12 be better positioned than the other conferences because of the way they distribute their, their third-tier rights within the own schools? Uh, maybe. I, I just... When it comes to college football, until I would say until further notice, I still think the SEC and Big Ten kind of drive the bus because of those reasons you just mentioned before we came on. You know, there are 
Iowa fans in Oregon and San Diego. And they're, I think the Big Ten in particular has the most, maybe I'm being biased here, but I think they have the most national fan bases. They, they travel well. They, that's why an Iowa can go down to the Outback Bowl and, and really show up. And I think that regional pride between the SEC, the Big Ten, and I would say on some level the ACC is a huge difference maker, and that's why it will continue. Great stuff. Thank you, Bill Bender. We will uh, catch up with you in the uh, weeks to come. Enjoy your time at uh, the shoot tomorrow. We'll be reading all about it at SportingNews.com. Good stuff. Thank you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Yep, good to talk to you. Bill Bender, Sporting News. We talk college football with Bill. Let's take a time out. We'll do some hockey before we get out of here. Yeah, you were trying O'Donnell. to sneak in that. I saw you. Trying you to clipped my wings on that one, didn't I, you? I did. No, I, clumps, I did have them last night. Did you? Yeah, a little... little I was reading online. They're legit. They can go a long way. I watched a little bit of that. I was impressed. They're a big team. Yeah. And uh, not so much uh, my other bet last night. Who did you have? The Ducks. Ooh. Did you stay up for it? Uh, No, I didn't stay up the whole thing. I I watched the first two periods, though. Well, that's a good effort. Yeah. That's a good effort. Was not a good effort out of the Ducks. Uh, No, they didn't. No. And I thought that, well, still, that's going to be a good series. We'll come back. Uh, Trent and I are here until 2, 1700 KBGG. The Dave Ramsey Show on 1700 KBGG is provided by Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. They can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money to make the most of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people. Parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together we can solve hunger. Ryan! I don't know how else to say this, so I'll just say it. What is it, Linda? I think we should see other people. Are you breaking up with me on a roller coaster? Well, we do have a lot of fun. Maybe we should stay together. An emotional roller coaster? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. I just need a little me time. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Spring Black Friday savings at the Home Depot means more meat on the grill for less money on the table. Right now, the exclusive Next Grill 5-Burner gas grill is only $149, a $199 value. 
with five burners for more even cooking and enough grilling area for 23 burgers at once. Your inner chef is going to want to cook out. With the Next Grill 5 Burner Gas Grill, just 149 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, while supplies last. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prohm, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. It's the final segment of the week here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I will take you till 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC, afternoon drive from 4 until 6. Well, speaking of finals, it's the final home game of the regular season for the Iowa Wild tonight. They're on the ice taking on the Admirals. Last chance to see uh, Minnesota's AHL team in action this year is uh, tonight. 
Wells Fargo Arena, the play-by-play voice of the Iowa Wild, Joe O'Donnell, joins us. Joe, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Has the season seemingly flown by to you as you get set to host Milwaukee tonight? Yeah, it's crazy how quick it can go by. Um, you know, a couple weeks back, even when we kind of were chatting, I think last, there was still very much the possibility of the Wild making the postseason. Uh, there was a stretch there where they were clearly in the driver's seat for one of the probably two or three final spots in the Central Division. Um, and then, you know, when you go winless in nine at a tough time of the year to do so, basically middle to late March, you don't give yourself a lot of time to recover uh, if you go through a skid. Every team goes through a high and a low skid usually each season. Unfortunately for the Wilds, it just came at the worst time possible, and there just weren't enough games left afterwards uh, to dig back out of the hole. Joe, any, any reason that you can point to for why the wheels kind of fell off here at the end of the season? Is it just running out of gas, or was there something deeper there? How much time we got, Trent? <laughs> we got plenty. Uh, well, special teams um, did not have good success over that nine-game span, and and Kenny will tell you. I mean, if you're you're a team that's depleted injury, you know, lineup-wise, because injuries, or in this case, you know, some NHL call-ups, Minnesota uh-huh. needed some of the wild defensemen here from Des Moines. So, anytime you're a little short-staffed. Um, you got a lot of games. Wild played 16 games in March, which I've never seen before. Wow, did you really? Lot I didn't of, realize yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. And two of them were three games in three days with travel going oh. from game two to game three. You know, those are just those are kind of playoff games when you're just behind the eight ball because of the schedule and the travel and all that stuff, plus the injuries, the call-ups, a couple of suspensions of Wild players for, you know, an illegal hit or what have you. And then next thing you know, if the special teams aren't carrying their weight um, things can get away from me real quick. So I'd say really just a, a number of things at the wrong time, and the skid just instead of being two or three games, which you can handle, you know, so you start to get five, six, seven games, then you lose confidence. It becomes a bit mental. Uh, and even though the team has bounced back since, again, just a little too little too late. Joe, you know what? There's the I, I want to uh, I want to bring this up at this point, just because you mentioned the travel, uh, and, and I have to assume that there was some somber last couple of weeks, uh, especially it was a week ago tonight that uh, today rather that the tragedy in Saskatchewan and Humboldt, the Broncos bust, and I think the death toll now stands unfathomably at sixteen. Um, yep. I'm guessing every single one of the guys on that roster that uh, were born or played hockey in North America spent significant time on buses crisscrossing, you know, either provinces or states going from uh, game to game. I, I have to think that um, that probably uh, left a mark with some of these guys as they reflected uh, on their own time um, on, throughout their formative years and junior years making numerous bus trips. What was that like, Joe? Uh, it was it was difficult. I mean, even for myself, like I have no ties to the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. I know some guys that have played there in the past, but I don't know anybody with that league or that team currently. And we don't have one Saskatchewan native on our team. But you could tell to a man when I asked some of the players and I asked the staff just how much that hit home because, like you said, everybody is traveling uh, at some point in their career on a bus. In fact, we'll get on the bus tonight after the home game at Wells Fargo Arena and go to Milwaukee and play their home finale as we wrap up the home-and-home series tomorrow night. And Milwaukee's going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a 4 a.m. arrival. You don't know about weather, especially in the winter months. Now, Des Moines not, you know, uh, middle of nowhere Saskatchewan, but the the point's the same. You've got got teams 
constantly traveling via bus through the night, wee hours of the morning, through all kinds of different circumstances. Uh, and so that's why I think from the entire hockey world, and forget that it was kids and families that were turned upside down in that community just uh, so tragically uprooted with, with such a horrific accident, but just the fact that minor league sports in general, youth sports, I mean, it's bus travel all the time. You know, and, and as a kid who grew up in Manitoba, I know what a a hockey team does to a town of five, 6,000 people at Unites. It's, it's, it's all that, you know, they have. They look forward to the season starting. They support them. Those kids that didn't grow up there that are playing for that team, they're living with local families. They build it with local yep. families. Uh, just had to be tried. Now, correct, I, I know that he's, I mean, Matt Dumba is with the big club now, but he's a Saskatchewan boy, isn't he? I believe he is. I, think, I thought he was a Calgary kid. Okay. Well, I, but anyway, look, I mean, I talked to Mason Shaw, who we just got out of the Western Hockey League. It's the same thing there. You have sometimes 20-hour bus rides in those leagues. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just something to hit home with everybody. Uh, you hit it right on the head, Kenny. I mean, these are kids that were they become fabric in the community, yeah. especially a small town like Humboldt and uh, especially a smaller league like the SJHL. Like, that's what a lot of those people – they live for on a Friday, Saturday night, or those games, and they get to know these kids and watch them then go to the NHL a few years down the line. Um, and to have so many of their lives just taken away from them so early uh, before they really even get to you know do what they want to do in this great world, it's it was just so tragic. Um, and I was you know proud of our organization and everybody else in the hockey community. I think the GoFundMe page is almost nine million dollars now mm. um, for that community, and we raised. Uh, you know, with the players' donations and the silent auction items, somewhere around seven to eight thousand dollars here Tuesday night. That's so our great. fans did a great job showing their support, um, and that's all you can do right now is just try and send as much love and whatever it is—financial support, just awareness, uh, prayers, thoughts, whatever, whatever you do in that type of grief—to to just send up north because they need it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Joe Donald, play-by-play voice of the Iowa Wild, is our guest. Well, Joe, how will you remember this uh, this edition of the Iowa Wild? Some guys came through, made their way up to the NHL, which is what it's all about. I mean, when you get that call, uh, they, they, they deplete the Iowa Wild, Wild roster, but at the end of the day, that's what the, it, they're here for to do, is to get guys ready for that next level. How will you remember this team? Yeah, I think you, you said it pretty well. I mean, another, another year where a dozen players play for both teams, um, that is what this league's all about. I think that the one thing, though, when this year's officially over and you look back or you start to get ready for next season, I think it's going to be very disappointing, though, because there was, a, for a long time, one of the best teams out of 30 in the American Hockey League was playing right here at Wells Fargo yeah. Arena. I mean, there was a stretch December through basically the middle of March where if you, I'm sure if you looked at the points percentage for all 30 teams, the Wild were probably top seven or eight out of 30. Um, it was a little bit of a slow start in September. Really got it going. We're playing playoff hockey. Looked to have a deep lineup, veteran presence, team that could score three goals a game. Uh, but the goals against average just really never slimmed down where the staff would have liked it. And then as soon as you start to have that depth tested with injuries and call-ups um, and then that skid hit, I think it's going to be a little bit of like almost a missed opportunity when it's all said and done because this was by far the Wilds' best chance to get to the playoffs through five years. And uh, just going to come up a little bit short again. Mm-hmm. Joe, Don, a couple more minutes with Joe. Joe, I'll let you go. Um, 
Let's talk about the parent club, Minnesota. Uh, they, they mean Ryan Suter being out of the lineup is just a huge blow to them. Veteran presence, Dubnik, I thought, uh, on uh, Wednesday night was just remarkable. 40 saves for Devin Dubnik. He was kind of a question mark throughout the regular season, though seemingly playing his best hockey late March and into April, and he sure looked like the other night in Winnipeg. Uh, this Minnesota team is going to give the Jets all they want, I believe. They may have felt that you know they let one get away the other night because they went toe-for-toe with uh, with Winnipeg until they got the equalizer and then that fan base uh, you know, got behind them again. This could be a hell of a series, Joe. I guess is where I'm going. Yeah, I, th- I think it could be a longer series. I mean, Minnesota knew that if they were going to advance, it wasn't going to be easy. They weren't going to go in and uh, beat such a talented Jets team quickly. So, yes, uh, 100% an opportunity slipped away in game one to be on the road, to not you know, being, being outshot the way they were, being outchanced, but all of a sudden have a 2-1 lead. If you're Minnesota, you got to be thinking, let's let's get out of here in the next 15 minutes and steal game one and go from there. Uh, unfortunately, you, you end up dropping game one if you're the Wild, and so now you got to regroup for tonight. I think, uh, you know, specialty teams that can be an advantage for Minnesota, given the fact that they are missing some defensemen. I mean, Carson Soucy and Nick Sealer, you know, spent 100 plus games combined here in Iowa, and they both made their Stanley Cup playoff debuts uh, Wednesday night for Minnesota. So the D's a little bit younger than Minnesota would have envisioned going into the postseason. Ways to try and keep them off the ice against Winnipeg's top line on the road is not easy. You don't get the last change for matchups. So I think Minnesota's got to try and win the special teams battle, get another good performance from Dubnik, and see if they can get some of that secondary scoring. Need a writer, a guy that needs to step up his game. Zucker's obviously a great goal scorer. Can he find the back of the net? Try and steal a greasy one in Winnipeg, and then you go back to St. Paul uh, for Game 3 on Sunday. That's got to be their approach. Back to the state of hockey, and uh, yeah, 1-1, I'd certainly sign up for that. My partner, on the other hand, uh, does not want to see that <laughs> happen. See no, that. he doesn't want that at all. Joe, <laughs> Joe, can you help me out here? So I'm a casual hockey fan. I enjoy a come playoff time, but what are some things that a casual guy should be watching for? I'm excited about tonight, getting ready, 6.30, cold one in the hand. What should I be watching for? What what can you tell in playoff hockey to the casual people out there that are amongst myself that you can help them get through a, a whole game and, and what they should be looking for? It's a great question, Trent. I would say that you're going to see the physical play, the intensity, uh, the teams playing with good paces, it's called speed. That's going to be the stuff that the casual fans going to want to watch because it's a, it's a violent game at times, a fast game at times, and it's going to be in your face. Uh, passionate, pushing, shoving after the whistle. That's how you know both teams are engaged. Now, the thing you want to watch for if you want to know hey, if this game's scoreless, who has the upper hand, or if it's 1-1, who's maybe carrying the plays, you want to watch offensive zone time and puck possession. So think about running the football if you're a football fan. If your team's running it down the other team's throat at some point, you know that's going to lead to bigger things, pay dividends by the end of the game. In hockey, if your team is spending time in the opponent's end, buzzing around, as we call cycling the puck, getting shots through, uh, and just controlling possession and controlling the pace, usually your team's going to get rewarded, whether that's power play opportunities because the other team's going to take a penalty, or hopefully your team then, uh, you know, buzzing around that offensive zone, finds the back of the net, and then the momentum after goals scored or goals allowed in the Stanley Cup playoffs is unbelievably important. Those next couple of shifts, who's responding, who can get that one back, or does the team get two or three in quick succession after they get one? Mm. 
Uh, well said, Joe O'Donnell. Appreciate you coming on, Joe. Uh, we will talk uh, to you throughout the uh, summer months, I'm assuming, as you got that preseason game uh, with the Blues and the Wild downtown Des Moines going to be pretty special uh, in September. Thank you, Joe. We'll uh, we'll talk uh, perhaps if the Wild advance in the uh, weeks to come. I'm looking forward to talking to you, however, in July and August. <laughs> Anything you guys need, let us know. Thanks, as always, for the support this year, guys. Thanks, Joe. Good to talk to you. Joe O'Donnell Thanks, from you. the Iowa Wild. Their season comes to an end tonight at 7 o'clock. All right, TC, before we get to your uh, rundown, you and Jimmy B this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, what's on your agenda this weekend? A little hockey, little, little hockey, NBA playoffs. We'll get the quadruple header Saturday and Sunday. So I was going through after the point spreads were announced for the uh, game one. Mm-hmm. I've looked at series prices. Nothing really jumped out to me. But I was kind of making my little marks in my notebook that I have at home. I had uh, a little mark by all eight of the dogs in game one. Did you? So now I got to play around because there's going to be a blowout at some point, right? Yeah, there's going to be one of those games, home crowd. But yeah, I like a lot of dogs Saturday and Sunday, so I got to go back to work. You don't normally come out with eight dogs, all of them, (laughs) not every single one. Maybe some teasers, play around with that a little bit, some parlays, and uh, see if I can find a money line. But uh, NBA Plus, I am excited for it. We we make fun of the NBA. Well, last year, do you remember, Trent, how bad the first round of the playoffs was last year? It was a stinker. And if you're, now this this excites me a little bit, because if you've identified dogs, Mm -hmm. then maybe these games will be nowhere near as lopsided as they were last year. Because the first round of the playoffs last year was was a snooze fest. It was. I think the East, every matchup is compelling in its own so right. Too. They can all be series. And in the West, I mean, you would figure. So if you want to bet Houston, series price. I saw that. It's crazy. Minus 7,000. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to go that, that route. But uh, I think we're going to get some at least interesting, compelling series. I'm excited for this one. Uh, Hockey-wise, what do you got? Uh, obviously tonight. Uh, tonight and Sunday. Jets tonight, 6.30. 5.30 or 6 on Sunday. I'm not okay. exactly sure. Game 3 will be in St. Paul. Um, no, full-blown playoffs right now. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of them tomorrow, a bunch of them on Sunday. Uh, unfortunately, I probably the baseball will take a back seat for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um Unless there's some day games, which there is this afternoon. I'm racing home to watch the Braves and the Cubbies. Yes. Assuming that gets played. Um, where are your twins this weekend? Are they home? They're home, yeah. They started last night with the White Sox. So it's oh, a that's, four a, that's a four-gamer. Yeah. And, uh, How about Bur- Joe Maurer, huh? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I mean, and watching him afterwards. He, I mean, he's he's just a goofy Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. He, he he epitomizes everything that's about just being a nice mm-hmm. St. Paul boy up there doing his thing. He's got twins. I mean, it's just—it's a story that you you wouldn't believe if it was written. And, no, I uh, hope he plays his whole career there, and, I'm, and yeah. I believe he will, Trent. I really yes. do. I think they'd be foolish to even let him get out of here, even if he wanted to to get out of the Twin Cities. And he's, he's playing so well. He is. We he go really back is. to the second half of last mm-hmm. year, and he's figured it out again after mm-hmm. injuries debilitated him, of being a well, certainly on his way to the Hall of Fame. Just so is that out of the question for you now? I mean, he's not a first balloter. No, no. But is, there, is this a guy that who, who maybe his resume will look better over time? Very well, could I think if he would get a couple of gold gloves last year, he was robbed. He should have been the gold glove first. Who did they give it to? Do you remember? Was it Hosmer? Maybe. Well, that would make sense. He's really good too. He is. Yeah. Regardless of what happened in San Diego. <laughs> well, yeah. That aside, wasn't that that was a week ago tonight? Was it not? Is that what it was? I think yeah. it was. I think it was yeah. a week ago tonight. But I, regardless, he's so good, and he's. I always felt like third base would have been the position 
when he first had his first real injury scare mm-hmm. way back when we're talking, I was in Cedar Falls doing radio there. And my idea, put him at third base. Well, He's because at the time enough. you thought the first base was going to be taken for a while, the right. Canadian wasn't going anywhere, right? Absolutely. The M&M boys, Morneau. Mm-hmm. Made sense. He's got the athleticism to do it. I mean, the guy's going to play Florida State quarterback. Yeah. Move around a little bit, but first base is where he ended up. So you, you, those are the things you wonder about his career. If they would have made that decision early on, look, he's too he's too important to continue to have behind the plate. A six five catcher on top of that. Mm. Boom, move over to third base. A great what if of uh, the Twins, but that two thousand hit last night. Not gonna lie, got a little misty. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a little misty. Yeah, you like to see those milestones for you guys, especially yeah. when they're good guys. Mm-hmm. All right, so speaking of good guys, yeah, that's what Jimmy B is. He'll join you here <laughs> today. Uh, what do you guys have uh, afternoon drive on a Friday? Ah, uh, Wolfgang will be stopping by for his Friday spot. We're gonna talk some college basketball with Scott Phillips. A uh, little baseball conversation as well. We'll be busy as we take you home from four until six o'clock and. We got a little uh, Westwood One playoff action, Stanley Cup playoffs coming up this weekend as well, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Very nice. All right, Jimmy B and TC, 4 to 6. Trent and I are back on Monday at noon. We appreciate you listening. Have a great weekend. It's the Ken Miller Show, back Monday at noon on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Don't hesitate. Come on, let's get away. Being in Des Moines 
You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Attention golfers, we've got a sweet deal for you. It's the 2018 Clubhouse Card. The Clubhouse Card goes on sale Monday, April 16th at 9 a.m. Look for the Sweet Deals tab on this station's website to grab yours. Do you want to have the opportunity to try out Central Iowa Golf Courses for 50% off? Then this deal is for you. Spring is here and it's your chance to play golf at some of Central Iowa's best courses. When you purchase a Clubhouse Card, you receive a round of golf with cart to each of the courses for 50% of the cost. Try out courses like Boz Landon in Pella, Westwood in Newton, Terrace Hills in Pleasant Hill, Willow Creek in West Des Moines, River Valley in Adel, and Amanda Colonies. Golf season officially starts soon, so what better way to get ready for the season than by purchasing the 2018 Clubhouse Card. These cards will go fast, so plan to get yours before they're gone. On sale Monday, April 16th at 9 a.m. at this station's website under the Sweet Deals tab. When you're on the water, you want a boat that offers stability, handling, and performance. And that's just what you'll get in a Manitou pontoon boat from Malone Motorsports in Monroe. Manitou's patented V-Tune technology will have you carving the water, giving thrill rides to the skiers and tubers in your crew. It's this type of performance that has helped Manitou pontoon boats dominate the competition at the McCainer Barrel Races four straight years. If a Manitou pontoon boat can do that in competition, just think of all the fun you can have on the water with your family and friends. Be ready when that first nice weekend hits. Head to Malone Motorsports now and let their pros help find the perfect Manitou pontoon boat for you. They can explain all about Manitou's V-Tune technology, their quality guarantee, and why they're the only pontoon manufacturer to earn the honor of being a USA water ski-endorsed water sports boat. Malone Motorsports in Monroe at the junction of Highways 14 and 163. They're worth the drive and open seven days a week to keep you on the water. Online, MaloneMotorsports.net. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 